Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. True stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlin, and this week I'm joined by yet another guest for True Stories of a Tryhard's Pride Month. Please welcome Joao Dark. Joao, thank you for coming. Hi, guys. Greetings. So, uh, Joao, listeners, is joining me this week to kind of talk about how um, his experience in the LGBT community has impacted his mental health. So, Joao, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how um, what kind of led you to where you are today? Sure. Well, my my life as a member of the LGBT community, uh, it started uh, when I was at school, like when I was a teenager. Mm. when I was um, like 15, 14 years old and I was uh, getting to know myself better and I started to notice that I liked boys and not, I was not like the other boys I was different and I, I try to first I, I try to to hide to lie to myself and I was like no this is just a phase this will pass and but it didn't pass it wasn't a phase and it was shocking in the beginning but today I accept myself and I love myself the way I am. So what um, what reactions did people close to you have when they, they found out that you were that you liked boys instead of uh, girls? I have a story that I that I particularly uh, remember it. It was like uh, I don't know the the name in English, but it was a mark in my history. I had a classmate, and I'm sure with I, I'm 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 sure that he he's gay. But back then he used to lie like me. He used to say that he was straight, but we lost contact, and I don't know I don't know how he's now, but. Back then, he used to say that he was straight, and he was, he used to bully me, like, uh, he used to say that I was gay, and I was, he used to make fun of me because of that, but he was gay too, like, he used me to get the attention out of him so he could 
hide this, but it was really obvious. Like he was gay. I am like I was gay, and he was gay too. And I remember this every day. Like it was torturing. And because he bullied you, did that? Um, I'm sure that didn't help with you kind of accepting yourself the way you are. Like, did um, how did you move past that? How did um, how did you come to accept yourself? Well, it took me a while. Like, I yeah, it took me a while. I had to. Uh, exclude people from my life and bring some other people like I had to learn to I had to learn a lot of things and my family back my family they always support me every time I needed but back then I had some issues with my father and that was kind of that was kind of messed up, but we never really talked about it, me and him. But they always supported me. Like I had the support at home, and I'm sure that I'll, that's not a a reality in other families. They don't have this kind of support, and I'm lucky that I had and it was important for me because even with the support it was difficult because the people are cruel they are mean they do whatever they can to bring you down and you have to just get used and I don't know there's an expression I I use here but you let me try to to translate that. You have to shield yourself. Like you have to select what is good and what is bad. You just throw away. Do you think people don't accept you because they don't understand where you're coming from, or do you think it's something else? It depends because I guess it's not just they don't have just one reason to don't accept to don't accept me it's like our brazilian society they we're a little different from other parts of the world like here um the people are they are they tend to be more religious religious but that's the religious between how can I say that that uh, I, I understand what you mean you, uh, people are more religious in Brazil than they are in other parts of the world and they're less accepting of other people that don't think like them no but they they are not religious at all they just use religion as a pretext like as an excuse to be mean because it's it's a selective religion like 
they only use it for what is convenient for. Like, if they want to exclude somebody or make this person feel bad, they just use it, but they don't, they don't know Jesus at all. Like, they don't care about God, they don't care about Jesus, they just want to do whatever they want and use religion as an excuse. It is really unfortunate when people decide to justify things that they don't see as right in the face of religion. Yeah. I am a fra- I am a practicing Christian today. I don't think like that at all, or at least not anymore. I used to, but since I have since I have matured and grown, I've been able to come to understand that just because I don't understand something about somebody doesn't mean that they don't deserve my respect. Like people are more than who they love. People are very complicated. And no matter who you want to marry, everybody needs to feel love from someone. And it's my goal to just give love to people, regardless of how they look, who they're attracted to, or anything of or anything of that sort, because we are all human. Yeah. Well, you said you were a Christian, and I I am an atheist. I don't know if... Yeah, atheist. Uh, Yes. But it doesn't have anything to do with the, the people who were mean to me. Like, I think I... I've begun to be an atheist uh, be- way before I I came out as as a gay boy mm-hmm. because I don't know it just doesn't make sense to me. But I respect the the people who believe in God and gods and entities. I don't know. Yeah. I will... I still... What I used to not respect people because they believe differently than I do. And that's something that I've had to... That's an area of I, that I've had to grow in for, for a while. It's just because somebody doesn't think like you, act like you, or whatever, doesn't mean that they're bad. Yeah. The people here need to to learn that because we have a huge problem with, like, if you think different than me and if you believe something different than I, than what I believe, that that means you are a, you are not worth my respect. The people here, they, the majority of the people here think like this. They think because they have a religion, a, a way of life, a, something that is different from someone, they think they are superior from like, and that's a huge problem because 
it leads us to a lot of crises, like politics crisis, health crisis, like we are experiencing it right now. Yep. Like I don't know if if Brazil is already the the country with more deaths by COVID-19 because as far as I know where I am in the in the US there's been the most and then Brazil is right below that right below but it's due to our political crisis like we've been through this crisis uh, since a long time like uh, 2013 mm -hmm. and the COVID just came in a a real bad time yeah in the u.s it's not much better in fact i don't think it is any better because um our presidents are kind of bffs yeah. i don't know bffs no i think our president is in love with yours <laughs> <laughs> here we, we 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 make fun of this we make a lot of a lot of jokes. Yeah, in the US we make fun of we make fun of our president a lot too. At least those of us well, I don't think I want to go there. But you know, the the beauty I think is finding the small things that bring you at least a little bit of joy, especially in times like this. Yeah. Like, even this conversation I'm having with you is actually probably the best part of my day that I've had so far. And I hope whoever is out there listening that it makes their day as well. So kind of coming back to um, to where we left off, um, you said that you had a little bit of an issue with, with your father. Did, did that ever get resolved? And if you did, how did that happen? Well, and he's not a easy person to get along with. He's like, he wants the things to be on his own ways. He's like a dictator. Mm -hmm. and he, he's very, he's like, I don't know how to say this, but he's, very rude and he is a little manipulative does that word even exist yeah yes <laughs> there is a better word for for this with the same meaning i, I understand where you're coming from okay and he he was like a big control freak he used to control me a lot and the things got worse when I when I entered college because college here is pretty different really different from school like 
in school, he dropped me in the morning and picked me up at afternoon. Mm -hmm. But college, I I went alone and came home alone. So he he used to text me like a lot of times in the same hour asking me where I am and I was like still in class and I couldn't answer so he get he would get mad at me mm -hmm. and he was yeah he was pretty different pretty difficult to get along and we didn't have a, a great relationship but we we never really talked about it about my my sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. But today, the, the things are different. Like, I have a boyfriend, and we... I never talked to my father about this, but I'm pretty sure that he knows, My all my family knows, and anyone... I mean, nobody complained about it. Mm -hmm. They don't even have these rights, you know, like, why would they complain about something like this? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I've, I've had similar, similar issues, not, not exactly the same, but people manipulating me over time. But there eventually came a time where I just got fed up with it and decided that I'd had enough, that I was going to stick up for myself and do what I wanted instead of trying to please other people. That's scary. Isn't yeah, it? it very much so. But though it may have been scary at first, I'm glad that I did it. Because I feel like I'm a lot better because of it. Yeah, we, we feel kind of free, you know? Yeah. Like, because we are. We are free in our actions, in our, our desires. We are free to be whoever we want to be. But once you break free of that manipulation, I mean, I, I don't know how it was for you, but for me, it didn't just happen. It took a long time. But once you finally break free from that, it it's one of the best things you can experience where yeah. you don't worry about what other people think of you. You just you just do. You do things because you want to do them. And you don't overthink about who might be watching or who isn't watching. Yeah. So how has life been going forward? Like since you have acknowledged that and kind of moved away from that. Sorry, what? I didn't hear. Uh, how has, what has happened in your life since you kind of decided to break away and not allow yourself to be as manipulated as you could have been? Well, 
I remember I remember a story that happened to me a long time ago when my father was still here living with me and my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, they got divorced. But I remember this like it was yesterday. He was... I was late to get home. And because I was just sick of of the shitty situation that I've been through. Uh, and I decided to have some drinks with my friends at a bar. I, I don't remember. Some, some place here. And I came home completely drunk. And my father was, he was already mad that I was late. And he got way angry when he, he noticed I was drunk. And I just walked straight up my room and shut the door and just ignored him behind me. He opened the door and he started to yell at me. And back then, I was a completely submissive person. I used to accept all the, like, all the, the attitudes that he, he used to, like, I accept everything he used to say to me. But that day, I, I thought to myself, like, I don't need to, to hear this. I don't need to accept this. And when he started to yell, and I yelled back, I said, you don't have the right to, to, to be a, a, I don't know if I can say this here, but I, I just said that he doesn't have the right to be a asshole to me. Like he was, he has been like my whole life. And I started to say everything that I wanted to say back then. I said that moment. And I was yelling and he was yelling. And my mom was like really worried. But in the end, I guess he respected me for, for that because I, I showed him my, uh, how I was feeling and that I wouldn't accept that anymore. And I, I've cried a lot, but in the end, it, it brought me peace. Like, I was in peace. I finally got to say everything I wanted, and he, he heard it. And I mean it. And I, I would do it over and over again if I needed. I, I've trans... I've, wait, let me... I don't know the word. I... It's okay. I've turned into someone different that day. 
And I like this better version of me because he was like my nightmare. I used to be afraid of him. And since I'm not afraid of him anymore, I'm not afraid of anything. So, Dark, we are kind of approaching um, time we're going to kind of wrap things up. Do you have any encouraging words for those who might be listening who have trouble accepting themselves for who they are? Look, it's not easy being different. You will face a lot of things like uh, people, mean people, uh, that will do everything they can to bring you down. But in the end, they are just like you, but they are afraid to show themselves. So they they target you as a way to get the other people attention attentions on you so they won't be judged judged but be brave be you don't have to be strong every day you you can cry you can you can express yourself but you just can't break don't let them dominate you. Be your own owner. Is there anything you would like for other people to know about, like how to find you on social media, other things like that? Oh, I have a Instagram that I update uh, sometimes. It's like... Um, how can I? I don't know the the name of the, the thing. It's, underline. Oh, it's an underline. Okay. Um, D underline four underline R underline K. All right. Because the name Dark wasn't available, so I had to be creative. Makes sense. Anything else? Um, I want to thank. I want to thank you for the opportunity, and I want to say that I'm. I was really nervous, <laughs> and my English is a little rusty because there's a long time I don't practice. Like oral, I generally write and read. I don't speak. That's all right. You did amazing. I'm glad you could make thank it. You. And th thank you for the opportunity. I, I loved it. Thank you. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in this week. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ETPhoneHome on Twitter. The O's are zeros and the E's are threes. You can find me on Instagram at Ethan.T.Hewlin. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at TrueStoriesPod. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin and Gerald Dark signing off.
Hello, those of you who are listening after the outro music. This is a little special moment for those of you who have been thinking about joining the Patreon but haven't quite yet. Um, if you join the Patreon right now, all through the month of July, all the proceeds of your um, donations will go directly to the Trevor Project. So anyone who joins during the month of July, I'm extending pride into July by donating all my proceeds from Patreon to the Trevor Project. So please, if you would like, any little bit goes a long way. I'd like to keep the show going as long as I can so that way both I and you, listener, can gain more perspective and explore our own mental health. So if you would like to donate, I would be very appreciative. If not, that's fine too. But any little bit helps. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening.